Good morning. Uh, Rick Foley. We're uh, barely awake. Yeah, we're a little running a little behind. Uh, you're listening to Face to Face with host Tina Bennett and Karen Kinzadian. Karen and Tina are attorneys practicing family law throughout Central New York, and they uh, bring this show their often opposing views on various legal and social issues affecting their separate practices, their clients, and the court system. Tina has her main office located at 104 Center Street, Suite 130, Canastota, New York, 13032. And her Syracuse office is located at 109 Twin Oaks Drive, Syracuse. Tina can be reached at 315-407-3237, which is 407-DADS, D-A-D-S. And uh, Tina pra Tina's practice focuses primarily on father's rights and custody disputes. For Tina, father's rights is not an area of law, it's how she practices law. Tina is an advocate for fathers inside the courtroom as well as out of the courtroom. And you may find her at a rally or event promoting father's rights and legislation that addresses inequities in the court system. And then we have Karen Kinzadian. She has her main office located at 34 Oxford Road, New Hartford, and has a Syracuse location at 2700 Bellevue Ave. Her phone number is 315-724-2900. Karen's practice also focuses on family court, custody, and divorce. Her practice also includes labor and employment rights in the workplace, that's very important nowadays, and uh, also discrimination and other civil litigation. Karen has been an attorney for 35 years and has much to contribute to this show as far as her experiences and perspectives. And then from time to time this show, you will hear opinions regarding various legal and other matters, none of which are to be construed as legal advice or as creating any attorney-client relationship, and the show may be construed as legal advertising. If you have legal questions pertaining to a given situation, you should consult an attorney and may not rely on any matters discussed so that being said, Karen. Thank you, Rick. This is Karen Kinzadian. You just heard from Rick Foley, who is one of our regular guests and hosts. Rick is a professional tile installer. His business is located in Phoenix, New York. He can be reached at 315-416-2800. I got to tell you, Rick does amazing work. And he's a designer, not just a tiler, um, and one of the best ones I've ever seen. So uh, if you need need tile work done, make sure you call 315-416-2800. And you will hear Rick's opinions from time to time on this show, which are always entertaining. And I think, nice. <laughs> but today we have, they're on their way. Don't yeah, we have a guest they, coming in. So why don't we do a prelude to them? Go yeah, ahead, he's Rick, a, you know who they are. He's a very talented young man. Uh, he's a vet. Um, and, and, oh, they're and, coming through the door. Go ahead, keep going, Rick. Uh, his name's Adam Moore, and Adam uh, has a shop out in uh, uh, to Rome. And, uh, it's called Twisted there. Ink. That's T W I Z T E D Ink. Uh, I N K. Uh, Adam is uh, very, very talented. He's an artist. He's a, he's definitely a true artist. Uh, I've actually had uh, him do some work for me. Uh, he comes highly recommended. Uh, I've had work done, had tattoos done in uh, quite a few different places throughout the United States and outside of the United States, and I have to say, Adam's shop, the first time I went there, uh, it was one of the cleanest buildings, as, a, as a, not just a tattoo shop, just a place to go. It was one of the cleanest places I had been, and, and I was extremely impressed. Uh, very thorough. Very professional, very, very clean, um, very artistic. Yeah, you can't really go wrong. He does a great job. 
and Adam's here now. I, Morning, Adam. Got to talk right into that thing there. Right, like, like into it. Not eat it. <laughs> good morning. How are you? Good, man. Good. But explain, because I don't have any tattoos. When Rick's talking so about, let me, let me let me start off. Okay. Adam. Good. How long have you been doing tattoos? Uh, I, I started my apprenticeship when I was 16. I'm 40. Uh, 24 years. It wasn't to get you to divulge your age, but it, it did work. It did work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, why tattoos? Why not? Uh, why not be a welder or something like that? It's uh, it's my passion. It's uh, I love uh, doing things for people, and um, it's a it's almost like a counseling session too. So so I have to say this, Adam, uh, having been in his shop and having had him do some work for me. Um, had to refresh in some of the things that I have. Uh, they were just kind of faded out because of the sun and just, you know, not proper uh, care for my for my tattoos. Um, but Adam also specializes in uh, people that have had surgeries, um, cover-ups. Uh, he really he, he really knows how to integrate. If you have a scar, he knows how to integrate a scar into some form of art. So he can take that that traumatic, I don't want to say ugliness, but that traumatic mark on your body and make it more desi more desirable it, it, for you. It, it flattens out the scar, so that way um, it actually makes the skin uh, um, flatten out, so that way you don't even see it anymore. It just it kind of blends it right down. Incredible. It really is. Yeah, but since what the Carol Baldwin things big around here. Explain about people who don't have boobs, what Breasts. can you do? Um, you could actually, if you have like a, um, a mastectomy, or that, um, you could actually um, put art there so that way it, it distracts um, the eye so that way you don't see it anymore. It, makes, it gives, gives a person more confidence um, so that way you, well, tell her, we had somebody staying with us. She had a double mastectomy, so she was asking Adam what she could do, what he could do for her. Oh, Mary. Because she doesn't have, I don't know, can we be graphic? You don't have? Can you say, it. yeah, they so removed her. So she has nothing. So she's like a, a Barbie doll with nothing. And she was asking Adam what he could do. Well, I mean, in, in, that, in that type of case, you can tattoo um, an actual nipple back on to the the, bre the breast tissue so that way it can they can make you can make the the female or male um, um, feel better and become more confident um, about themselves or you could do a design so that way it just distracts the eye uh, you could do a lot of different things you know that will so is that 3d Yes. Yes. Three okay. D tattoos. Yes. That, that that's what impresses me about this guy. He he had he had he has such a different approach. He's just not marking your body. He's not just some tattoo guy that's gonna you know let you look through a book and put a mark on your body. He really has an understanding on how people are emotionally affected by something on their body, and he knows how to work with that to make it look more desirable. Yes, that's that's correct. I, I love um, working with people that um, have like self conscious, uh, self confident. You know, be, to make them more self confident. Um, it's it, you know, it's a, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough world. You know what I mean? And, and um, 
you, you want to make people feel comfortable as much as you possibly can, uh, especially when you're when you're dealing with different parts of the body like that, um, and you want to you want to make them feel calm and you want to you know let them talk and get some things off their chest while they're also there getting tattooed. Don't you have a tramp stamp, Karen? No. No. Are you sure you're a rocker? I do not. I'm not into it. <clears throat> so I'm letting you guys run with this conversation because uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't do that. Yeah, but now, come on, you have to talk about funny stuff. Your wife's here. Well, <laughs> I do have a legal question about it, however. Go ahead. Well, I, have you? I mean, I, this has come up in in custody cases. I don't know about with you, Tina, but has anyone like that is very much into body art brought their child and asked you to tattoo a child and uh, are there laws related to that that you have to be concerned with you know it happens at least um 10 15 times out of the year at least uh people bring in their kids and ask them to do um tattoos on them um do piercings on them and like not so appropriate places and so on and so forth and um I'm highly against it. Um, I I believe that a child should be, uh, a person should be 18 at least, um, if not older, to get a tattoo. And certain piercings shouldn't be introduced to a child at all <laughs> until they're of age. Um, it's New York State law. You know, New York State law is 18 years old for a tattoo, uh-huh. for a tattoo uh-huh. regardless of parental consent or not. Um, there are people out there that will do it, and that's what I wanted to talk about next. Actually, is that I want to get into the more um, I wanted. I wanted to talk about actually making laws for tattoos. I've been trying to work work on that for uh, quite a few years. Um, we're we have a little bit of a connection with Claudia Tenney. Um, we talked to her about it, um, and I've also talked to other people. And um, but there's no laws in the state of New York for tattoos, except for the age. So what are you trying to get introduced? Um, uh, cleaning procedures, um, proper disposal of sharps, um, not reusing needles. Proper disposal of? What's a sharp? Uh, needles. needles. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Here, sharp. <laughs> we don't know the terms. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, not reusing ink, uh, using good quality ink, good quality needles from a good source. Um, but the, because there are no laws, people can reuse needles, you know, wash them off in the a health, sink. The health department or the health, state health laws and codes don't address those things for tattoo um, businesses? I tell you what, I, I've been open for, city. I've been open o- over five years now, I've almost six years, and never once has the health department walked into my building. However... Hey, come here, Introduce her, Tina. Oh, whoops. We have another guest with us. Adam's wife's here to give her opinion who stands alongside him with some crazy stories. Go ahead, So, lean in. Oh, sorry. So, um, but also, because there are no um, You have to laws, talk directly there's no, the There are no laws in New York, at least in this county, in Oneida County. Um, we follow... Florida and California's laws and that's a choice because they have the most strict in the country so we've adopted those procedures in our shop and we have all of our artists and apprentices and things follow those laws too do you can you give an example um, example would be using all disposable 
Um, something a lot of people don't know if you're not a medical practice is by using an autoclave, and this is very important, you have to do a spore test every so often, every what's, three months or four months. What's a spore months. test? It's a, like a test run in your autoclave to make sure What's that, an autoclave? What's an autoclave? It's, uh, <laughs> an autoclave is a, like a machine. When you go to the dentist and they bring you that packet, they yeah. put the pack out and the, they open that bag. Yes. That came from an autoclave. That's all sterilized. Mm -hmm. All sterilized, all sterilized in a machine, like uh, in, a, in a bag, right. in a machine. However, if you're a medical practice, you'll know that you have to do the spore test every three months. Makes and sense. the spore test just lets you know that your machine is working properly. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have any laws to follow and you're, you just buy an autoclave and there's no one checking it, right. you don't, you know, don't what you're know. getting. So when you go to a tattoo shop, and you're getting a piercing or a tattoo, you can ask them for their spore test. So these are the kinds of things people people, people should be aware of. It ask um, Tina. Would you tell us the name of your business again and how to get hold of you, in and case people are interested? Twisted Ink, Twisted with a Z, T W I Z T E D. Where are you located? Inc. I N K, Rome, New York. And phone number. I think I've seen your shop actually when I've gone to court there yeah. a couple times. Yeah, I think I've driven by. Um, what's the phone number? 315-533-6689. Say it again. 315-533-6689. And you're listening to WVOA Live with uh, host Tina Bennett, Karen Kianzadian, that's me, and Richard Foley. If you want to call in and you got any questions, it's 315 656 2231. That's 315-656-2231. And again, this show can be construed as legal advertising. We do talk about the law and laws quite often, but don't rely on that. Please, if you have any questions, uh, get, get an opinion of an attorney of your own. Thank you. Um, Kathy Jones Roberts, she wrote, can you PM me this inform his information? I have a couple more surgeries to go, but need a person who is good covering large. Yeah, Kathy, I will. I will. Uh, his name is Adam. He's out at Twisted Ink out in Rome. You can look him up. He's oh, and Rick's very public. Rick's doing Facebook Live, so yeah. if you, Rick's public. So if yeah. you're on Facebook, just go to Richard Foley. That's what he looks like. Go in there, someone else doesn't look like him. That's not Adam. <laughs> anyway, back to what you were saying about your shop and following the laws of different states because they are stricter than New York. Um, give me another example. So, one of them is doing this test for the, the instruments that you use that come prepackaged to make sure that they're of a particular, you know, they are in fact uh, sta sanitized. What else? What else would you? Well, it, it's actually that other states don't allow you to use an autoclave because really? yes they you have to use all disposable mm -hmm. equipment which is what we do we use all disposable it's the safest in mm -hmm. your opinion mm -hmm. yes and well yes and according to those is it more expensive is that why people tend to not do it mm, I don't I think initially it's it's mm, it's more expensive I think over time maybe I honestly don't know. The autoclave. The autoclave is expensive. It, yeah, it's, it's like a twenty. It ranges anywhere from like twenty five, twenty seven hundred dollars to ten thousand, ten thousand, or so for a good autoclave. Um, but another thing with disposables too is that you can actually see from the manufacturer what the dates are, what the expiration dates are, um, that they're sterilized by EO, EO gas right from um, right from the factory. Um, 
it has like little watermarks on it it shows where you know if it's expired or if it's uh if the package is open a little bit it, the colors will change so you can show the client everything on the package and that it's actually a good needle and that should be something that an, yep. a tattoo artist does and, and you have you know you have track of the, the lot numbers that actually come from the the manufacturer who picks out the designs that people, uh, do they come in and they ask you your, uh, what they should do or do they come in knowing what they want? Most of the time they, they all, um, they come in with already a, a image in their mind or they, they sometimes will come in, they'll draw things out and they'll say, this is what I want to get. Or they'll have a picture that they found on Google or um, Instagram or whatever that they want to get done. So you what, keep, oh, I was going to ask. Ahead, there's a lot of butterflies going around. How many have you done? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've done a ton of butterflies. Um, butterflies, infinity symbols, uh, you, you name it, I've pretty much okay. done it. Should I know why that's so popular lately? I don't know, but if you look at people, they have butterfly, butterfly, and like Adam was saying, the infinity. Do you keep track, like the book? I've done butterfly, two, Check ten. Mark, butterfly. butterfly. Another butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I should go through my box, and I have, I have pictures of every tattoo I've ever done. Um, even if people don't want me to, to publish the pictures, um, I still keep a, a picture of it in my files. Um, just in case if, like, say there was, like, some kind of tragedy or something like that, and somebody was trying to identify a body, um, like, the police department will come to the local tattoo shop, and they'll ask, did you ever do this tattoo? And I keep a picture of it just for records, so that way I always can protect myself. Oh, you know what? Not going on a different tangent, but wasn't there something that people, when they die, you can cut their skin off and have it framed? I heard That's about like that. That's like a new yeah. thing. You make lampshades. <laughs> How would you like that, Karen? Oh. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, no. On the laws, anything else besides, you know, in terms of uh, sanit sanitary and disposable needles that you, I mean, I say needles, it sounds like, you're, you know, it's drugs, but no. tattoo needles, of <laughs> yeah. course, uh, uh, that, you, that you do and you suggest other people look for when they come to a tattoo artist? They, sh they should have some sort of, um, like, hospital-grade cleaner, like Cabicide or... Um, what's another one that's been Modicide. Modicide. There's a new one. Sani. What's that? Sani. Um, what's the, the one with the gray lid. Uh, Santa Sense or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. They come in wipes. They come in um, sprays. But if you ever go to, I don't know, I went to Aspen Dental a couple years ago, and I noticed that the girl took a wipe out of a, like a container and it was a cabicide wipe so it's medical grade cleaners those should you, your artist should never clean with just alcohol I they should say that yeah they should have some sort of um certificate for bloodborne pathogen that go. they have that, that they <laughs> that they have taken past understand and have renewed their bloodborne pathogen certificates yeah what's that for that explains everything bloodborne bloodborne related um you know, ink and stuff like that. I mean, it's very microscopic when, you, when you're tattooing, you, you don't even see it. But after you get done tattooing, you can um, wipe everything down in your booth, and there'll be ink places where you 
would never even guess that the ink would go. I mean, just little microscopic little dots of huh. ink, and you. I mean, you have to really be able to clean your booth. You know, that's that's why one of my biggest things that I've I've done um, in my in my business is um, make sure that the first thing that everybody learns when I teach them, because I'm, I'm more like a school than anything, because I, every everybody that's ever worked for me, pretty much, I, I have um, trained them personally. And one of the biggest things that they need to learn, that they spend almost the first whole entire year doing, is cleaning. Um, so, I mean, you walk into a shop, and you look in the corners of the, the, you know, the desk or countertops or bathrooms or whatever, and if there's gunk everywhere, turn around and walk out. It should be a very, very, very clean, clean environment, always. The cleanest bathroom. I almost want to leave now and go use your bathroom. <laughs> me too. <laughs> well, let me guess. Rick did the tile work in there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Not yet. <laughs> so, so thinking about someone that is interested in going into the... In, well, Tell us a little bit about what it's like to even just have a small business and 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 what it's taking to make it grow. And have you noticed, I know there's a lot of questions, but have you noticed a rise in people wanting body art from when you first began to now? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, people all ages, all races, all genders. What do you attribute to that? Um... What was that? What do you attribute to the rise in, in the desire for body art? Acceptance. Yep. More acceptance, honestly. Yep. Well, one of the big things, too, is, is that a lot of people realize is that, um, you know, there's, there's, with tattoo shops, a lot of things are not okay. You know what I mean? People don't realize that, like, um, they'll, they'll discriminate, different shops will discriminate certain people. You know what I mean? Like, some shops are just based on motorcycle some some tattoo shops are just based on you know certain types of art certain types of whatever but at our shop we literally accept everybody it doesn't matter what they want what they what they do in their life it doesn't matter we we support everybody so you when, counseled wait hang on oh go ahead look i had a case where this guy had the ultimate not word you can't say on the radio tattooed across his forehead do you counsel people when they want to do oh, yeah. radical oh, things yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I can honestly say that I've never tattooed anybody's face. Ever. But have they come in and said, hey, I want this? Um, yeah, I, and I talk them out of it or I tell them that I won't do it. Have you ever, Depends on what it is. Have you ever been in a situation where you know that what they want might be identifying with a violent gang or something like that and you've shied away from uh, participating? Yes. Yep. How often does that happen? Um, I, not very often. Not very often. You um, have to know. You really have to be familiar with your community and familiar with a lot of different social things going on in order to be that aware in your in your business. Hey, what yeah. did I tell you when I showed up at your shop and you were you were looking at the clovers? What did I tell you? Right? <laughs> you didn't know it. That's I had no idea. Mm. Well, now I know. Explain what it means. I mean, in but California. to me, yeah, if California. you go to prison to prison in, in California don't. and you have clovers on your body. It's not lucky charm. It's, it's not a good luck charm. <laughs> You're somebody's lucky charm. Yeah, yeah no, you become take somebody. It off of you. Oh my god. Yeah, really? Right. Yeah, they'll yeah. take it off of you. Well, can I add to what you were saying before about um, like 
business and tattoo shops and the, the stigma that surrounded it for so long. Yes. Um, what I meant by acceptance was tattoos are more accepted in workplaces now. We have um, literally have had doctors, lawyers, um, insurance police professionals, officers. police officers, uh, just all, from all walks of life. They run the full gamut. But um, we set out about five and a half years ago to change the face and the name of tattoo shops. So that has and been how did you do that? our mission. Um, by accepting everybody. Well, that, one, but also in the in the community, um, we have held a Halloween bash, and each year the proceeds have gone to a, a specific charity or nice. a person. Nice. Um, we don't. We don't allow any drugs, um, partying, things like that. We, you know, we're we're trying to be more of a like family-based business. So that's helped our business grow a lot because people are comfortable. They're comfortable coming to us. There's no drugs. There's no alcohol. There's no partying like that. You know what I mean? And why is it like that? Is that the, one of the stigmas that if you go to a tattoo shop, there's drugs, mm -hmm. alcohol, debauchery? Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Debauchery? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> <I had> no <laughs> clue. That would be when you, I don't know, kind of when you asked your wife to assist you on some piercings. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, oh you no. get to see everything. And no. You get to see everything. <laughs> everything sometimes. Um, I didn't look. How about just things for the you can't unsee? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. seriously. Um, <clears throat> I was wondering if you do one of those disclaimers, you know, for when they want to put the girlfriend on there, uh, a, a girlfriend's name on there, or a boyfriend's name. Uh, I spend the first hour just trying to talk them out of getting a name tattoo in the first place. And there's a lot of tattoos. I, I try talking people out of all the time. Um, like, you know, I wouldn't really do that. I mean, are you sure that you're going to be with this person forever? Because, you know... You gotta, you gotta remember. Um, <laughs> and what is, what's it, it like to remove off. it? What's it like to remove it? Like, let, let's say something like that happens, and you're like, oh my god, I've got this terrible person's name now on my. Had no idea Charlie Manson was gonna turn out to be a murderer. I gotta get rid of this. Take an eraser to it. No, it hurts. What can you? What happens? What do you do? Cover up. It's the best thing, honestly. I you mean, can't you can, remove it. I had. Well, I've had tattoos lasered off. And I mean, I know the people on the radio can't see it, but I mean, I've had this stuff lasered off and uh, about seven times and it's still all there. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it depends on, you know what I mean? Like I let a lot of apprentices tattoo me. So the apprentices were not, you know, completely, you know, at that level yet, but I let them tattoo me so that way they feel more confident when they when they deal with the, the clients because they're the they're nervous they're really nervous to tattoo me because if they mess up then well you know then you know i'm the big judge when it comes to the time to let them tattoo somebody else but i, I let i make them tattoo fruit to learn like so i, I um, tell them to get some grapefruits and oranges and so on and so forth they bring those in and then tattoo those and the reason why we use that kind of fruit is because it's got a rind on it and um and it's got a little cushion before you hit the fruit and so you get it almost acts as a layer of skin you know what i mean so if huh. you get down into the fruit if you're if you're hitting that if you're going that deep you're going deep you're going real deep and Scarf. you're gonna you're gonna scar <laughs> some people and i won't let anybody touch me well you know i also think like 
you know, young skin is one thing, but you know, as people get older, their their skin gets thinner and thinner, and uh, I don't know, I forgot the word, but it starts to lose its collagen, I think. Creepy. And 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 so when you know when when people come in and want you to tattoo skin that appears to be uh, starting to get that way, what do you what do you tell them? Is it advisable? Does it matter? Like Rick's mother. Rick's mother. 70 years old, gets tattoos. Yeah. And in cool. Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got a tramp stamp. Does it run because it's... <laughs> no, I mean, but is it a different well, technique? You well, know, there, there are some... Uh, there are some... Um, I don't know, man. Everybody's different. Everybody's skin is different. So, I mean, you can... You don't know, you know until you touch it. You don't know, right. But and we wouldn't begrudge anybody. We wouldn't begrudge anybody their their dream to have this tattoo. Like you know what I mean? If you well, it could also cover it, up a lot of flaws. Right, exactly. But you, you you do have to know the inherent risks. You have to. I and we would we would let them. Know I just remember that. because having had a, a a small bout of skin cancer, I can't imagine. You know, the thought of tattooing and what that might do to you, and whether it could get through and cause a actual skin problem is stuck in my head not that that's what caused it it did but you know what i'm saying do you yeah. do you are there any statistics with respect to that and do people have to be careful if they're prone to skin uh conditions uh to stay away from it other than allergies of course not necessarily i went to a dermatologist and got a skin check just recently and i said are you able to see where i have tattoos and she said oh yeah she has this, like a, a little white and magnif- magnifying glass and she goes over your body you know what I mean, and, and looks, and she can still tell if, if there's any kind of skin cancer or anything like that. All right, so how do you get rid of a, a bottle, I mean, no, a talcum bottle of baby powder? Oh, my God. Come on, <laughs> tell that story. <laughs> no. Oh, oh Lord. Mm. Can't say any names, obviously, but... Um, Names yeah. have been changed to protect the innocent. Yes. Remember when I said we wouldn't begrudge anybody? Right, you almost we did. Won't, we oh, wouldn't did. begrudge anybody their their lifelong dream of this tattoo, um, including tattoos of baby powder bottles on the bum. Go ahead, Adam. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know what you want me to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what's okay. What's well, <laughs> not okay? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do the tattoo thing. God, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, well, there was a gentleman that wanted a tattoo for whatever reason he wanted it. It's fine, but it wasn't going to be anywhere anyone could see it other than him and maybe in an, in an intimate setting, but, um, he wanted a baby powder bottle on his right, right. butt cheek. cheek and he is now he Six is the inches. proud owner of <laughs> a baby powder bottle butt cheek tattoo. <laughs> okay. Did he have a special name? Um, no. No. Well, well yes. yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He had a very special name, but I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can say the uh, name. But it was something the great baby. We'll just say that. I gotta believe there's uh, some confidentiality associated with what you do, and that you yeah. don't want to be known to tell people what other people have, yeah. especially if it's someplace that's not visible right but what about involving your wife in piercings what's the most whatever what have you asked your wife to assist you with that she never wanted to do in the first place it was only one time 
That one time, one time was enough. One time was enough. <laughs> you know, darling, you can just say no. I'm just telling you. I, I I'm here this, for you. You can just say no. There's the door. I can even help you walk through it. Oh my goodness. Like I say, uh, you're listening to WRVO. No, WVOA. WVOA. 87.7. Uh, we got Adam from <laughs> Twisted Ink and his wife's here, and uh, Karen Kanzadian and Tina Bennett and myself were uh, <coughs> chatting about tattoos. Yeah, not so much legal stuff today. Not so much legal stuff, but there is some legal things. You know, like Adam said, he, he has to have all of his stuff in check and make sure he's taking pictures of everything. Oh, and, and but I, since he's talking about that, what about the that Amy slumber party? It looks like a, ch- uh, what do you call it? Not a... What do you call it when you work production line? Production line tattoos. Uh, like tattoo parties. Yeah, like they had people lining up. I don't know if they had disposables like you were talking, <laughs> or or the infinity thing. I've actually been invited to that before too at Wolf Oak, Oak Wolf Oak Acres. I think they had something like that, um, and they invited me to that. I think it got canceled that yeah. year. But, um, you know, it's like a tattoo party. Basically, they have one tattoo artist go there, and they have that big party with all the girls, and um, they, tat, you know, tattoo if they want any tattoos at the party. Little lilies. So in terms oh. of how you learn how to do, do your trade, there, there is no, not a school you go to. It is all through apprenticeship, and you have to know who you're apprenticing with. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, there are schools out there. Um, some of them are rip-offs, so just be careful if anybody's interested in, in tattooing and uh, so on and so forth. They'll charge you, you know, anywhere from five thousand, fifteen thousand dollars for an apprenticeship, and um, they will rip you off. They'll just teach you basics. But I mean, I had an <laughs> apprentice come work for me, and he um, he spent quite a bit of money. I can't remember how much money exactly he spent uh, um, on the uh, school in Albany, or I think it was Albany, New York City, or something like that, and. Uh, <laughs> I asked him how, I go, how do you clean? What do you wipe everything down with? And he said, oh, we just clean and sterilize everything with alcohol. And I was like, no, sir, nope. All right, so you're starting your apprenticeship from the beginning because you were taught wrong. You know what I mean? He had a certificate and everything, but you don't wipe anything down with alcohol. Alcohol doesn't kill anything. You know what I mean? Can you explain to people what they can get if they go to a shop that doesn't do what you guys do? Biggest thing is hepatitis. hepatitis. Oh. I mean, hepatitis is huge, and especially, I mean, it's everywhere. Wow. You know what I mean? It's on everything. It's it's everywhere. So I mean, like if you if you go somewhere and so, somebody's not sterile, eek. you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, when you wipe down the skin and you clean the skin, you have to you make sure you shave the skin down even if it's just a little bit of like little peachy buzzes you know what I mean you got to make sure all the hair is off because hair holds bacteria and you can push that bacteria right into the skin if you just just start tattooing you know what I mean you have to shave the skin clean it up use green soap use alcohol wipe everything down and then lay the stencil then tattoo and then you have to clean it just like that after you're done too um you just gotta you gotta make sure you do the process right at every step I mean you could really screw somebody up so, does that make you want to get a tattoo even more, Karen? No. Me no. neither. I, I don't like pain. No. Your, your best bet, your best bet, really, is to just ask questions when you go in there. Take a look around, look through the portfolios, make sure that it's artwork that you want to get done. 
by that artist. If, if you're not sure, take some time and think about it. My, my girlfriend Janine keeps saying she and I are going to get one together as a, a friendship, you know, uh, friendship tattoo because she has a she has a few, and I told her she's going to have to settle for a bracelet. Not happening. Oh, we know how. Well, let me change the subject. Let's talk about anti-aging. What'd you say about tattoo? You can just use the needle and it does something. Oh yeah, yeah. Why? Right. Anti-aging. Yeah. You can get a dermo something. Um, you can do that. You can make us look younger. You yeah, can just tattoo our face for the purpose of that. Actually, I can give a shout out to Revitalize CNY. Um, they're in Fayetteville, um, right across from Wegmans. They're awesome people. Um, so. I, oh, Sinta. What do they do? Um, they, they do, like, uh, cosmetic stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, if you have... Cosmetic tattoos, like, put your eyeliner on permanently or, you know... I go once a month, and I get my face tattooed. And it's with a dry needle. You know what I mean? And they actually li- literally tattoo my face with a, a, a big... Like, a machine that I have. I mean, I could probably do it myself, but I'd rather lay there and have somebody else do it because it's just more comfortable and it's a, it's a peaceful setting and everything else and they actually tattoo over scars i have a couple scar- scars above my eyebrows and they've been tattooing over those um and my whole the rest of my face but it actually breaks your skin and your collagen rebuilds your skin cells you know what i mean so that way it actually like flattens out the scar makes the scar go away it just produces your skin produces a lot of collagen when it breaks He's got that boyish look. Look at him. No, we gotta get you done. Rick, you're going. Yeah. There's I nothing s- wrong with Rick. No, my husband's handsome, Thank but you, I Karen. like. You're welcome, Rick. There's literally he's perfection. Why mess with perfection? It takes it takes away wrinkles. Takes away. Uh, let's get wrinkles. Look at wrinkle. me like that. I'm going. That was a good plug. It's kind, it's kind Do we like get a, a discount? Do we get I, I, a I don't know. I don't know. I get. I can talk to him. Well, there's a thing called Morpheus, and uh, that's one of the uh, programs. That's the one I just recently started doing, and it, that's working a lot more than the other thing. But the other thing was like uh, it was called um, what was it called? Derm uh, micro needling? No, not micro needling. Yeah, yeah micro needling. Yeah. Uh, but there's a professional name for it. I'm not sure. But it, they they just tattoo over your face with a dry needle, and I mean it feels kind of good actually. It doesn't really hurt that bad. I thought it was going to hurt a lot worse. It kind of tickles when you go over the nose, and it kind of tickles when you go over the top of the lip. It, is it expensive? Um, Do they charge by the hour? No, it's it's one set set price. It, everybody's different. You know what I mean? It depends on what you're having done. You're so, going, Rick. Maybe a couple look hundred at your, bucks. Look at your look at your forehead. You got creases, and you <laughs> got the spark. Yeah. <laughs> you look like I'm 14 again. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I was good looking when I was 14. But you don't have hair. And a mustache. Me too. <laughs> All right, so back to just plug. We're live at WVOA. If you want to call in, Karen has the number 656 2231. 315 656 2231. Or put in a question on Facebook Live that Rick always runs. But my daughter's uh, asking a question. My daughter, Justine, who's listening in, in from Washington, D.C., because she's been working every weekend and has not been able to listen in. So she got up just for us today. So Justine uh, just said, Mom, do not get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she does want to ask why they don't tattoo light colors on dark skin. 
Well, I, I've, I've actually put that to the test. Yes. Um, it does work sometimes. It, it, it depends. Like I said, it depends on the skin type and so on and so forth. But I've, I've tattooed white on, on, on darker skin and um, I've experimented around. Um, depends on the ink too that well, you use. It might look a little voodoo-ish. I mean, you know, that's what I what comes to mind. A light tattoo on dark skin is almost oh, a war call. paint like. Hey, somebody's look. calling. Oh, somebody's calling. We don't remember even how to no, do it. Not us. Okay. Go ahead, but what you were saying, but artistically. I think what people don't realize, I think what people don't realize, and maybe I didn't either, um, is you're, you're making a tiny injury to the skin when you go over it with a needle. I your see. skin is going to grow back over that. I see. So it, while when your skin grows back, if it's darker, it's going to cover that lighter ink, and it, it's just... You kind of wasted your money. Right. I mean, you could like you could keep on keep doing going it. over it and keep going over, it, and eventually you'll see some, but it won't ever be what you what you think it is. I, I mean, see. I have white tattoos. Okay, let me see. Oh, yeah. But they're just for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see them though. They're they're very light and delicate looking. Yes. That's how we met. She came to me for a white tattoo that no one else would do. <laughs> As, it, it but so it hasn't grown it over. Up. It hasn't grown over. Has it was so easy to mess it up. I was like, how can you mess up a white tattoo? at all so you fell in love because she gave you she, so you fell in love because she gave you an easy job to do. <laughs> come on and, and paid you for it <laughs> okay i get it yeah yeah so no it didn't grow over no but to be fair i mean i am the color of alabaster you so. are well on that side everybody is on that side yeah <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So now explain this trend, we've got 15 minutes, about ear expanders. You're doing a lot of that yeah, for piercings? No. No? No. There's, a, there's, there's some boys. stuff that I won't do. I mean, people want to stretch their ears and stuff like that. We can order them uh, plugs. We can order them um, tapers. Um, but we don't we don't stretch it ourselves. We don't do that at the shop. And we don't do dermals either. What's um, that? Dermals are implants. Um, basically, you... you you uh, cut out a hole in their skin and then you shove the jewelry up underneath their skin and it anchors down in, into their skin. I mean, you, I'm sure you've seen it before where somebody's had a, a piercing in the center of their chest or on their shoulders uh, right here. But what, where would I see that? Hips. Where, 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 where would we see Just that? Just people, like at the mall. Do they, does that mean they'll have like, they'll have a face, little, yeah. wait, well, I thought they little... just glued something on no, there. It's actually, no, no. they're who implanted. Wa who watches Dr. Pimple Popper? Because what? You know, when she what? takes, whoa, whoa, when she up. takes the punch. Who's Dr. Pimple Popper? Oh, come on, Sandra Lee. Um, when you take, like a dermatologist does a biopsy on the skin, they'll take what's called a punch. Yeah. And it has like a, I don't know. You know, you, you like it's, it's a little tool, it's a little and punch. it actually cuts out cord, part of cord. your skin. Oh my god! That's gosh. how they do the de the dermal piercing. Oh my goodness! Okay, that's a surgical procedure. Yes, that is. You don't do that. No. Okay. No, Two no, shops no. are doing. I it. remove them. I remove them, but how I do don't. You I, them? I, I very careful. Even doctors won't remove. It's crazy. They're so afraid of liability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, wow. They, they just. I mean, it's not. A, it's not a good thing to do because most people. They get that dermal piercing. Most people, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say probably. Justine about, is saying she knows people that have had that done. At least fifty percent of them. You know what I mean? They they will get the piercing and then I'll get infected. In between her boobs. You know what I mean? Like underneath the piercing, and the only way to get the infection out is to take the piercing out. But oh. You have to cut the piercing out. Anything that causes an infection, you've got to be. Piercing the tongue. Yeah. yeah. I don't personally. I have a piercer that does that. 
Is that a specialty too? Or you have to just have. Ugh. I don't want my you tongue ever done a touched. Prince Albert? I, I no. <laughs> no. No. I've seen it done. Uh, I've seen why? it done. Why? Um, why? I watched it once and I chose right at that moment in my life that I would never get one. Ever. For any reason whatsoever. Not to mention you have to sit down and pee for the rest of your life. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a permanent hole that stays open. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> okay, moving on. Tina. <laughs> this is Tina Bennett. I'm not even telling anyone who I am anymore. <laughs> Uh, uh, and she's an attorney. <laughs> and you can reach her if you want legal advice at 315-407-DADS. That's 315-407-3237. Um, her husband, Rick, who's just taken a terrible beating this show by her. And I'm, you know, Rick, I'm sorry. If you ever need to come see me, I'll you know, well, I'll I give know. you the consultation. Okay. But, <laughs> all right. But you can reach him if you want an excellent tile job. 315-416-2800 and our guests our guests today who've been tremendously interesting and informative are from twisted z twisted ink twist twisted ink tattoo and give them give them your phone number uh twisted ink t-w-i-z-t-e-d ink i-n-k uh in rome it's uh 1307 airy boulevard west um our phone number is 315-533-6689 or you can message us on Facebook, Instagram, um, wherever. My daughter's reminding me that I let her get her belly button pierced when she was a teenager. You know, I do kind of remember that, Justine, and I remember it was a nuisance because she was a swimmer. And it was really hard. She was, she was, you know, a diver and she was a lifeguard and she couldn't keep the area dry to save her life. It was a real, I remember it being a real nuisance for her. Do those things heal once you do them? Belly buttons do. Yeah, I guess. eventually, but you eventually. gotta keep it dry. You know, you can't be. Uh... I cut my sister's out. Oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, bad. So I just cut it. Pull, she pulled it back through. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. It's too early for this. It really. Is. It, you know, it depends on who you go to. Again, just like tattoos. It just depends on who you go to. You gotta make sure that you're going to somebody that's not reusing needles. Right. Or using clamps. We use disposable clamps. We do use disposable everything. Everything in the shop we use is disposable. Well, I remember I went with her to make sure it was done as sterile. And, and like I said, when I went into Adam's shop for the first time, introduced himself, brought me in, looked, brought me around the shop, showed me everything, sat me down in his very, very comfortable chair. Like this the phone's chair ringing. Is, it... is incredibly comfortable, not for us or someone else. Okay. Um, but then he went through and he, and he strategically showed me everything that he was going to use. Showed me the tray. I thought it was in a doctor's office. Showed me the expiration dates. Everything was sealed. Showed me the labels, the ink. Everything was brand new. Like you said, everything was disposable. It's a one-time use. Right. Uh, I dispose of everything before. I dispose of everything before the client leaves. Before they even pay me, I make sure that they stand right there while I dispose of the needles and you, everything. So. Wow. And then I know Rick spends all day there. I didn't realize what a procedure it was. That's well, a good time too. So. Well, yeah. Well, we visit. We visit. You know, and then he does his thing, and, and, and then I make steak. Yeah. And then she. Makes <laughs> <steak>. <laughs> oh, Adam, you have a piercing in your ear. Can you explain what that's for? Which one? The one that's in your ear. Uh, the date. What? What's it? What's it called? It's a date piercing. It's a, it's um inner in, 
it's an inner ear piercing. Um, it's to take away pressure. Uh, so that we, like if you have headaches or migraines or whatever, it actually takes them away. It's got a little, it's got a hole though. It's not, it, your, your earlobe has a hole in it. Oh yeah. That, like that, large. That's a, uh, that's a, um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, if she doesn't like it because when I take them out, it kind of looks like a, a butthole. Oh. That's so gross. So, um, <laughs> they're gauges. So. Yeah, but at the, uh, the, the ear How does in that here. keep you from getting migraines? No, this Please. one right here. What, what? Yeah, a little but one how right does there. it? Yes, but how it's does that? <laughs> She's like, get your earrings away from me. <laughs> <laughs> get your big old lobes out of here. <laughs> I know they won't jump on me. I know. <laughs> but I'm wondering how, I mean, a lot of people suffer migraines and, and sinus headaches, too, are very common. But that, why is, does the placement of that um, alleviate all that? There's a pressure point there. Ah. So oh, so it's at that, that temple area. It's like near your temple. Yeah, it must be. So you got bad, bad migraines? I had bad headaches. Um, it, they, not as much. I don't, I, don't, I don't get them as much anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I should have got both sides done. But who determines where the spot is? Like, who did that? Um, my piercer at the shop. She knows how to do all that stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't mess around with it. Wow. <laughs> no, because Ashley compl at the office complains about headaches and fluorescent and lights. And I suggest trying that before going to see a ears, nose, and throat doctor. Have women with um, thinning hair come to you to tattoo their scalp to to, as opposed to doing a wig or something like that? Has anyone oh, ever come to you? That's a great idea, Karen. I'm wondering if anyone has ever come to you and asked you to do a little filler for them. Um, Especially women, because you know thinning hair for women is is it can be really devastating, and um, you know a lot of times it's hormonal, a lot of times it's due to a, a cancer treatment. But I'm wondering if if tattooing can fill in uh, fill that in for them, and if you've ever done anything cosmetic like that. I would definitely do something like that. I haven't done anything like that. The closest I've come to that is a gentleman came to me and said he wanted flames across the top of his head. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, that's, I could, that, that's a great image. Oh, Rick's making a face. Uh, listen, Karen, I've seen ugly tattoos. Ugly. Remember that, that person we know who, I'm going to have that tattoo art. It's not Adam. That tattoo art. I'm getting the New York Yankees logo on, on my the top of her foot. foot. So when she got done, we're like, what the heck is that? It looks like a blur. And you know, you know the guy that did it. Yeah, he's not good somebody but we're not talking about people but that was but what happened it, it all it all like ran no he doesn't know what like he was I doing oh, just but, not, so not good artwork here's the legal that. part you have people putting trademarked uh things on their body so is there licensing issues like you're putting new york Lank yankees logo so would they on be body. in trouble if they uh, if they put a logo on somebody uh have you ever had anybody complain to you that you interfered with their copyright or logo because you tattooed not, no. Coca-Cola over somebody? No, I mean, it can't be believe, it or, believe it or not, I mean, it, it, well, it can't be perfect, you know, you, you, um, every design has its own actual logo. So you like, can change it enough? Just just enough. Ah, that's very you know smart. Very smart. You change it just enough so that way you don't have any, but most, most of the time people get paid to have a logo put on them, so like, Say if I wanted to get Richard Foley um, tattooed on my arm, maybe he might, you know, pay me 
Because you're an arm wrestler, and that's right, right, right. right. So how do we find that? that? Wait, so how do people get hooked into that? You know, people want to make extra money. Is there, like, a place they can call and say, hey, I can be your walking permanent billboard? Yep. Is people there? do it. People do it. No, I'm, I'm saying, is there a place people can go? Oh, um, you just gave me an idea. Can we be have to probably contact <laughs> merchants? Yeah, you have to contact. Yeah. I could just see Tina business. walking into court with somebody with Tina Bennett tattooed on, on them somewhere. I'd I'll, do it. On their ah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm game. <laughs> Ashley's got a five head, so she did really fit. You put extra. You increase the font. <laughs> well, it'll be Tina Bennett with the shark head next to it. There you go. Uh, yes. <laughs> No, they could just have the logo like a cyclops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it works. I mean, there was a guy that just uh, got a, a logo tattooed on him uh, just a couple days ago. And uh, he actually contacted the company and they mailed them out a bunch of stuff for supporting their, their business and, and promoted them. This is a new thing. Maybe we could become like management. I don't and know. Get a bunch of blank bodies and and sell their space. Yeah. Just uh, like okay, billboards. Tina. Okay. What? Well, yeah. You know no, what? look, the you best place to advertise is right here. Men can't stop they looking can't right here. It. Who cares? They can get something right here. Uh, you know what Adam did? Come out with an ink that's like disappearing after two years. That's what I'm wondering. Adam did a, um, that's what I'm a tattoo of uh, a QR code. Like, yeah. And it actually scanned, it scanned to our Facebook page. So, so. It still works. It still works after, what, how many years now? It's like three or four years yeah, now. Yeah, that's great. Um, a good okay. friend of mine, I said, listen, I'll tattoo, let me do a tattoo on you. And uh, because he goes, I want to get a free tattoo, man. I go, say what, I'll do a free tattoo on you. But if it works, then you owe me 75 bucks. And it took me three hours to do it. And we say, I, it was real detailed, man. You have to do every little tiny little box, Precise. and you have to ask to be absolutely right on, perfect. And I uh, got done. I scanned it with my phone. It went right to Twisted Ink's Facebook page, and he goes, "Oh man, I didn't expect to pay for it." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he still scans today. I, I, I'm trying to get him to come down to the um, AmJam Tattoo Expo in January. What is that? Explain that. That's uh, it's it's a it's a little tattoo expo convention type of thing. Huge. Well, it, it's it's huge. It's, it's for the um, American Motorcycle uh, Jamboree. Um, it, the people who run that are absolutely amazing people. Patty and Jeannie, um, they've been doing it this year. It's like 34 Four. years. 34. Um, it's and three days. It's three days long. It's uh, Lizard Man will be there. Um, Old they, Columar Road. Oh, wow. Yep. So it's like... Um, it's like they do those uh, horror things and they do the cartoon, you know, the yeah, cartoon thing. Yeah. You guys yeah, have a tattoo. Comic Con. It's Tattoo yeah, Con. Yeah, it's Tattoo Con. Tattoo Con. Got it. But you're listening to WVOA and you're our guest. This is with Tina Bennett and Kieran Kinsadian and Rick Foley. And you're listening to, give us your name, not just the name of your business. Adam Moore. From? Twisted Ink. And his, wife, and his lovely wife. Tiffany Moore. <laughs> So, anyway, this is WVOA. Um, we have a couple minutes left. Tina, you want to say something about yourself? Or I just want to say we... one thing. If you need any um, tile work done, go see Richard Foley. Perfect. He's awesome. Awesome. Listen, I've seen his work. Awesome, awesome work. And Tina, the best lawyer out there. I mean, hands down, I'm not even sugarcoating anything. She is just the, the best. 
So if you ever need any legal advice or legal help or anything like that, definitely go to her. Oh, speaking of, well, you know what? Thanks. Thanks for the shout out, but I got a shout out to Karen. Aw, thanks, Tina. Come on. Oh, well, Adam doesn't know you. Yes, he, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Hey, so Karen, he, thank you for letting me be on the show today. Oh, it was wonderful having both of you. My daughter is texting that there's a lot of things you said that they don't tell you about in terms of piercing and tattoos. She's thrilled to be listening in. And a shout out to all of our listeners today. Those guys at the Pisa Regional, Mitchell, Eric, uh, and Alex, and everybody. And if I missed anybody, I'm sorry. And you can do a shout out to your friends, Adam. Maybe they're listening Here online. Um, I'll, all right, I'll do a shout out to all my Twisted Ink family, our, our Twisted family. Um, everybody knows that when they come into our shop, they're a part of our family. We take care of everybody if they ever need anything, any advice or anything like that, or if they just need somebody to talk to, we're always here. I just want to shout out to everybody that knows who we are and uh, say thank you for all your, your help and, and uh, continued support. Um, and coming to me. And where's that Inca Con thing again? Inca Con, where's um, it going to be? Amjam is located on Carrier Circle at the Ramada. What, what's the date? Um, uh, I'm looking right now. January 20. And while they're looking, we just want to wish everybody a happy... Year. Wait, hang on, Rick. Okay, you maybe you will, maybe you won't. Who knows where we're going to be. Oh, well, but we want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy this Thanksgiving, is Sunday everybody. before Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. So have a great time with your family. and yep. Split time if you can't be with all of them. Or make up a new holiday and have it the day after. So check back in next week. We'll be live again next Sunday. Thanks for listening. Peace.